Hey everyone, I'm excited to um, share with you some more of my mind song on syntropy and how we can shift our own orientations from judgment into and through the willingness, becoming curious and open as to what life is doing, you know, how life functions. So I'm excited to introduce to you cultivating a syntropic mindset. How, how do we shift our mindset and our orientation out of this like programmed scarcity and lack and the need for control because we require security um, and, and that keeps us very much in a, in a mental headspace um, and that's what I call called programming you know that's that that is our social economic model today and it's entirely built on artificially created scarcity and lack that um, really help, helps the, the bigger businesses. You know, fear sells, love doesn't sell. It, it, there's not a, there wouldn't be a single newspaper really currently active with, with what people are kind of programmed to be addicted to if they all shifted everything towards positive prosperity news. If they actually started reflecting all the amazing human beings that are doing amazing things, and they started just totally not covering, you know, what Davos is up to with their financial reset fantasy globally, which basically like if we just let things get worse enough, people will actually want to reset. It's an entire globalist agenda. And what is underpinning the Western mindset is uh, an entropic mindset. It's this lack and scarcity based mindset. And so what then is not that? Well, that's syntropy. And that is why I talk about syntropy being the missing link. Because when we start, and, and, and it's interesting through cult programming, we have never been taught anything about syntropy because it doesn't sell. If you teach younglings at, at, at school, if, if they're going to go to some form of uh, education instead of education, and you teach them about sovereignty and free will and the natural... Um, loving kindness that we would want to navigate with around each other and that we value each other's, you know, uh, space and, and, and the sovereignty of others. And we talk about um, our, our, free, our freedom, our free will, and how we navigate together so that we can have, have joy and, and co-create in, in excitement with all the things that, you know, younglings are totally into. But you want to do it together? Um, if that was part of the metric, and they talked, and, and most of the teachings would all be based on how, how beautiful nature is and how we can learn and how it can inform us. And, and we would actually do that with our children. Well, we wouldn't have gotten ourselves anywhere close into the mayhem and chaos that we are finding ourselves in as a global civilization, purely because if you teach children about their sovereignty, they're never going to have a job at Mecca's. They're never going to people are not going to pay their taxes. They, 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 they realize it's all a big scam. It's all a big programmed cult, really, um, of a socially engineered belief systems. And what has been missing, and this is something where, of course, 
it, there's no benefit in remaining a victim on, on, on becoming aware of all of this. And so we are each sovereign ourselves. And so we can take the responsibility ourselves to um, awaken ourselves from this dream spell, to, to let go of it um, and to step out of it. But without a roadmap, how are you going to do that? Yeah. If you've only been taught the language of entropy, if you've only been operating on the programming of scarcity and what it is, trauma-based mind control, on subtle or even very grave levels, um, you're going to be either obedient and you're going to fear stepping out of line and you're going to just want to play along because, you know, it's not that bad and I kind of get the good things and look at what I do have. Um, but when you really ask people in, it's like, uh, where, where is, there, is, is, is their little place where they live? Is that really ideal? Is that actually really what they want? We all have dream seeds within us and that, um, that, are, that are more nature-connected and more nature-based and more natural. And so these people um, that, that are kind of stuck in that, all they really miss is the languaging. Because I'm, I've just talked about all this entropic mindset, but then there's the syntropic mind song and the language of syntropy and the languaging around how, how nature actually functions, how life, life, like life in its entirety, and we are part of life. This is not some like new philosophical, um, kind of like an ideology. This is how planet Earth, like Earth, our home as an ecosystem, operates on natural occurring strategies that it's wired for and it repeats successfully continuously all the time and if we leave nature untouched it will reforest the entire planet by itself and so yeah we may still have some desert areas um but when we um step back from our interference patterns um then, then nature will do a lot to um, restore, and and, that, and that's just that's just natural. It's not trying. That's what it's wired for. But that's what all life is wired for. And so, what I've done is taken syntropic agroforestry from the external into the internal. And simply by engaging in syntropic agroforestry, people are going to end up having a syntropic minds orientation. Yeah. And and yet, I find that there is not a lot of people on the earth that are, in my awareness, really versed in syntropy and then also applying that to human ecology. They do talk about we are life, and we are part of nature, and, but it was my teacher, Patricia Faz, that spoke so beautifully when I, you know, I, I, I was still stuck in my limited belief systems. And she said to me, so you'd be surprised if you really look into it that you and the tree are not so much different at all. And I was just like, well, I, well, but, well, 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 okay, well, I'm, and she phrased it so nicely. She wasn't telling me, she wasn't instructing me. She just, you know, placed a curiosity with me. And so I went into that um, for almost a year and a half, like really intensely. And, and, and we are nature, we are life, and we are syntropically wired. It's just that our programming is entropically cast over us. And, and through that, we have gotten stuck in the misuse and the overuse of our intelligence because we have to protect ourselves from a lack of security. And that has all been foundationally in our civilization, um, being socially engineered to be exactly that, 
It's, it's an entire Luciferic globalist agenda. And that's because there is a disease that has come into our planetary system. Um, and that has very much to do with humans stepping, with, with humans no longer processing their feelings properly. And this could have very easily been a huge cataclysmic event, call it a comet coming in from space and traumatizing, shocking the living bejeevers out of humans and them not processing that experience properly. And, when, and that then slowly starts calcifying and building up because then, then there's separation. Then it's like, well, I feel vulnerable, but I, I don't know how to process this. And when we start forgetting how to properly process our feelings, we started losing our bonds with so much more. And what that then did, it caused us to seek security and safety from these events, potentially, which then led from, you know, safety of a cave while sleeping under the trees. Um, it went into, you know, creating structures and then creating townships and then, you know, but then bandits would come and raid our townships. And so now we need to build walls and, and, and it's a mind virus. That's really what it is. It's, it's we, and, and there's nothing negative in that. We can just look, look through time that there's been all these successions where we've progressively, and we can just witness that. We can see that humanity right now is at the peak of disconnection from nature. Um, and, and that's not necessarily you and I, but if we look at our global impact on the planet, which is you know, phenomenal, we can see and we can witness like, wow, uh, 150 years ago or 200 years ago in the Midwest in America, um, and in the beginnings of, you know, uh, townships starting in, in Australia, um, there was still a lot of tending the land and working with the land and, you know, getting the trees to timber them up. And, but, but it became an industrial mindset. And so when we're in an industrial mindset, we're, we're disconnected from nature so much that we think that, we justify that we can just take and it will somehow, you know, be better for us. We've become isolated into our own selves to just look out for our immediate nuclear family. And we're no longer in connection what any of our purchases really mean on a global level. Um, and and as, I, as I recognize through syntropy and relating to syntropy um, or through syntropy to life, what I really recognize is that there's no good or bad in the universe. Everything is performing a function with purpose because these computers that we made, they come from the earth. This technology and the internet that we have, it's all, it's all consciousness. It's all part of life. It's just how do we use it? And, and what function is it performing? Well, currently we are further removed than humanity has ever been from living in harmony with nature. And at the same time, the further you remove a human being from its own nature, the stronger the pool becomes because our nature is never going to change. Our blueprint is our blueprint. So we're at the same time at the greatest awakening on planet earth into planetary consciousness, into nature based preservation, restoration, regeneration, and to be alive during this time is just epically phenomenal. Uh, but syntropy 
to me in how I relate to it because it ties in life in us, outside of ourselves. It ties in our human ecology, our social makeup, our economic makeup. If we only navigate it with life and put the environment as the informing agent of all of our decision-making, well, that is the syntropic orientation because then you are operating on how life strategies are wired and you're following that. And as I said, that's what we haven't been taught. And that's for us now a possibility to remember. And, and I don't want to sound as if I found like, you know, the, the, the Holy Grail, but I haven't found anything that actually can basically explain through direct observation any experience out there and any experience in here because it's based on nature. I, I haven't met any philosophical understandings that all the philosophical understandings that I have studied have just segregated up. It's more of this industrial mindset, separation, labeling, boxing, sticking, sticking name tags on, on all sorts of isms. And life doesn't work like that. And we've learned a lot, I guess, through the observation of all the biology and we've named a whole bunch of things, but it was never allowed to prosper because the fantasy powers that be, the you know, Davos, the globalists, um, they have absorbed this mind virus and made it, they are devoted to this sickness. And, and that's not necessarily bad because that's performing a function with purpose. What, what they are doing is giving humanity on a soul, collective soul level, on a consciousness level, a, a springboard opportunity. They're pushing everybody up against the wall and they say, I, I, are, you, are, you, are you hearing me? You know, it's time to call back our soul. It's time to call back our connection to the soil. It's time to call back our connection to the seeds that we plant in that soil that connect our soul back to the earth. That's what they are doing. They are disconnecting and removing us by all these different ways and means in so many ways over so many generations that the calling that that basically is to invocate is for us to remember our sovereignty and our stance with life. And so when we can view it in that way, because the syntropic orientation just allows us to start questioning the function of everything because that's what life is doing. We can see that these humans, these globalists are also life. They're not separate. They're not robots. And if they were robots, humans created, invented those robots. So it's, everything is interconnected. And so this time is a, is a tremendous opportunity, but without the languaging and without these comprehensions, a lot of people will be seeking out solutions that that may best be put as healthy coping mechanism and so what we are in my observation at a, a sort of cross crossroads in our human ecology is that we require a radical reassessment of our human ecology a radical reflection on every aspect of our lives but that can trigger you know, our entire internal ecosystem to get totally destabilized. And that is, again, why syntropy for me is the missing link because it is love language. It is reaffirmation. It's a reassurance on 
the intrinsic knowings, as I said, this is not a new philosophy. These are knowings that we carry inside of ourselves. And when they come out, um, and when they are heard, our cells say, yes, this is truth. This, and, and, and how do we know that it's truth? Because truth is just a label. It's because it feels to be resonating. And so when we start sharing this regenerative mindset, this restorative relating with others, I feel that um, many will be able to re-enable themselves very, very quickly. And, um, and I think we have a whole lifetime to work on that. And, and, and if it's required that we get even pushed more further, um, then that's just performing a function to wake us up even deeper or maybe to wake those up that are still so thoroughly in the matrix. So, yeah. Beautiful, man. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah.